Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. I'm reading this information from Wikipedia. And it reads, Eric M. Smith is an American convicted of the murder of four-year-old Derek Robbie on August 2nd, 1993 in Steuben County, New York. Smith was convicted of second-degree murder in 1994 and sentenced to the maximum term, then available for juvenile murderers, a minimum of nine years to life in prison. At this time, he is age 42. Convicted for second-degree murder, nine years to life in prison. Now he's released on parole. Should he be free? Should he be released? Select episodes of this podcast are also heard on LICMC Radio. Just listen in Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on LICMC.net. Would you like your content shared on LICMC Radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. I just want to briefly talk about this story. It's, it's strictly more of an opinion piece. I don't have... Um, this is just my thoughts on it. And I don't have all the facts in front of me, but I will set a link in the description if you guys want more details or if there's any info that I don't include in here. You can get all of that um, when you check out the link. But I was watching this the other night, uh, Eric Smith, and a few things that I saw from the story uh, at the time, the young man, 13... He was being bullied a lot and ridiculed. And he had this one person that was really like a severe bully to him. And he talked about when he took that little boy. And this is really some sad. This is gruesome and you may not want to hear this. So if you want to cut it off, please do. But no, I'm not going to get into the details of his death or the murder and exactly but I know he was taken into the woods and he was strangled and he said when he was doing this he was seeing the bully like this is the only way that he felt he could get justice against this bully the way he could feel free I guess is to inflict the harm that he would on the bully onto this little boy that's scary uh another thing he said when he was being questioned he was being completely upfront and honest and i actually really appreciate the fact that he was there are some people that are sadistic and no matter what age they are and the age is a big factor because he was only 13 at the time and charged as a juvenile i think this was a groundbreaking case back then in 94 um so he was basically i think he was charged to for life 
I, I need to see what his uh, starting sentence was. He was charged again, second degree murder, nine years to life for a juvenile. Probably the first time a juvenile was not going to be sent into, at that time, I guess, into a juvenile facility, but be imprisoned. Uh, so that was a major groundbreaking again, second degree murder. I think this case is really worth looking deeper into if you're interested. Again, a link will be in the description. But this young this young man was traumatized, and this is how he acted out um, at the time. And again, I say I do appreciate his honesty because they were showing him being questioned and at a, as a young child. And we do know children, for the most part, to be honest. And you know some people that are psychopathic even as a young at a young young age i believe it's possible that they will lie they'll come up with stories and things and just maybe to get themselves out of it i don't know what type of behavior that's called but they'll do some um major extreme things and then they'll come up with these stories to get themselves out of it and I find that to be a very, very dangerous person because not only do they do evil things, they cover it up and lie and they come up with some actually a plausible reason for why. But I do I do understand where he's coming from with the bullying, but that's not never reason to kill someone. And I don't know how his home life was either, so that may have played a factor in his choice and his decision and what he did to that child but he was honest they said they asked he, um, him did he like it how did he feel when he was doing it was it he said yes that he, he was fulfilled by doing it and they asked him would he possibly do it again and he said yes and that's scary but I think it was awesome that he told the truth and I know it's crazy that I say scary and awesome together, but I'm glad he told the truth because they put him in prison. It's almost like you do it once and you see where he's headed and you just stop him before he could go any further. So for him to be honest like that was a blessing because he could have continued to go on if he had the right lawyers and get off and he could, could he could come up with some stories and lie and say well this is why I did it and, and find a way to get out of it but he didn't he honestly said I have a problem I have an issue and he didn't like try to dial it down or water it down or sugarcoat it he just was straight up honest with his feelings and I think more of us need to be honest with our feelings. I think I, I'm just thinking to myself, I don't know if this is true, but if he had someone to talk to and someone to say, help me with this bully somewhere where he felt free enough to do that, you know, people can feel stuck in situations and especially kids. And if you grow up in a certain scenario, you just feel like you can't get out. I mean, he could have changed schools. He could have told his parents um, he could have told his teachers he could have done something where um, he could be out of that situation there are some kids that do that and still are not heard and continue to be bullied 
now the bully culture is so strong people see it so prevalently and everybody's so sensitive in this day and time i do believe he would have got the help that he needed before if he spoke up before he took the rash measures that he took against this young little baby that didn't deserve it this four-year-old but one thing that i got out of his story is the truth is powerful so they gave him nine years of life he's now 42 recently gotten out so he's done much more than nine years he was 13 when he was locked up should he have continued his life in prison and now that's a question that you can ask yourself i mean again look in the look in the description more about the story but um they talk about how he is remorseful and he wish he would have handled it differently he wish he, he could give his life instead of taking that child's life he would have given his life instead these are the things he said as he's gotten older as he, as he became an adult these are the things he said um i know that the parents aren't the parents of the child that is the victim probably would not like to see him get out but they did talk to them and I saw a brief moment with them and they were saying that now they are finally free of this as well because they continued to have this I guess heaviness in their heart about the situation and he was still in their minds but somehow they're saying him being out frees them in another way and on another level and I don't 100% understand where they're coming from but I mean it's it's something that happened to their child so they have the right to whatever emotions that they have but I feel like they feel like it was a weight still weighing on them while he was in prison but now that he's freed they feel free and I've never heard anybody say that about something considering a murder and it could have could do with the fact of his age and how young he was when this all took place. But again, I'm going to put a link in the description. I'm going to probably see if I can find some more video as well. Maybe from what I was watching on, I believe, CBS. But um, I still believe, in my opinion, he should continue to be monitored. He definitely should not. I mean, his whole life, he needs to be monitored. Uh, he needs to... Um, be on parole he needs to be talked to a parole officer on a regular basis they need to have like investigators come to his house look into his computer and his phone like once a month at least i mean this is my thought like they can't just let him just walk around scot-free and i'm sure that he's probably done some things in prison he may be a model citizen when it comes to prison life but you can't judge that uh he may have grown up and become wiser and found ways around things and you know he may still have some of that in him i'm hoping that he doesn't i'm praying for him that he really has turned over a new leaf and that he actually does some good in the world because at the end of the day i mean we somebody does something that detrimental it's never gonna be you're never gonna be free from that in your soul but if you can do some good in the world and try to be good from there from at that point forward that you're free then your life i think can be worth more when it comes to jesus 
he's all about redemption. He's all about whatever you did, you can change. And that's what I love about Jesus because we condemn each other so fast and murder is a big deal. I would definitely be one of those condemners as well, looking at you like you're a murderer. But Jesus says, no, you can change. And that's how our society can be better because we have people walking around murderers that we may not know are murderers, thieves, rapists, uh, uh, people that uh, molesters, all of that stuff, pedophiles. And if you give them, if you condemn them and then they just walk in secret because they know they're wrong and they want to keep doing it, we are more in detriment than if you just come out and say, I am wrong. Can I change? Is it possible? And that's what Jesus is about. Yes, you can change. You can have a new life. You can have a better life. Nothing is beyond what God can do. God can redeem any man, woman, boy, or girl, anyone, if they have the true heart to do so. So we need to see and know that redemption is possible through Jesus Christ. And I'm praying for you, whatever you're going through. If if I have listeners that are going through some deep issues, mental health issues, maybe things that they have thoughts that they feel or they may not realize are detrimental, I'm praying for you. You may feel bullied. You may feel oppressed. You may feel you need revenge. I'm praying for you. Jesus can redeem you from that. He can redeem you from those thoughts. He can redeem you from those deeds that you may have already done. You could turn around, you could change, you could fix it from this point on with the help of Jesus Christ on your side. You could do it. All you have to do is believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. And he is truly the son of God. Believe that in your heart. Ask him, ask Jesus to come into your life and save you. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and lead you into a new and better life. Ask him to change your life right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm I'm praying for you as well. And I'm asking him for you. But that's a prayer that you have to pray yourself. You have to want that. So if you want to connect with me, guys, email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. If there's anybody that wants to share feedback on this story, your thoughts, your feelings, or if you're feeling some kind of way, email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. I'm praying for you, and hopefully I can find some resources for you. And there's a way to turn back around. There's a way to change your life and really learn from Eric Smith and be honest with yourself. If this is really, if you really have issues, look at those issues face to face. Look in the mirror at those issues so that you can do something about it. And don't be afraid again to ask for help. Ask for somebody to help you. No matter your age, young or old, you can get out of it. There is a way. And I know, especially as a young kid, certain things happen in my life. You feel like you're stuck there. Like, you have to keep going to that school. You have to keep, um, the teacher's not going to help you. Your parents can't do anything about it. You might have your mindset that way. No, there's a way out. And Jesus proves it. God proves it that you can change. And we've seen many stories of people that have changed their lives from something 
that was detrimental to something that was even beautiful. And you would be surprised the change that can happen in someone's life if they really want to take that change and make that step. And God can help you do it. All right, guys. Love you as always. Thank you for listening. Connect with me anytime. And God bless.